are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, John Sports Guy Hickman. want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. And you know, I cannot do this show without my boy. Cody Davis. Yes, that's right. We switched up the format today. <laughs> Wanted to do a little something different. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of Locked On Texans, your favorite, well, hopefully your favorite podcast on the Locked On Texans podcast network. You know, we want to start this week off right. And Justin Reed has really been 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 saying a lot of stuff in order to put the Houston Texans on the map. And, you know, first today we're going to talk about the potential that him and Eric Murray, if you don't know, the Houston Texans signed Eric Murray to a three-year deal um, to help, help with that secondary core. And Justin Reed feel that him and Murray will be a great dynamic duo heading into the year 2020 and beyond. So we're going to talk about that in, in today's show. But first, we're going to talk about some comments that Justin Reed made to the Houston Chronicle over the past weekend. And, John, I got I to gotta tell you, man, he really hit the nail on the coffin with this. Reed came out and flat out said that the 2020 season is going to be different. It's going to be tough for all 32 teams in the NFL. But when you, when you look at the Texans, you look at how talented this team is, and there is a possibility that they can be better than what we saw over the last couple of seasons. But opening the season up against the Kansas City Chiefs, then turning around playing against the Baltimore Ravens, Justin Reed came out and said, depending on how they perform in those two games, is going to set the tone for the entire season. And John, when he said that, that is something that I have been truly been saying ever since the season, ever since the schedule came out. Because think about it, John. If the Texans somehow, some way, get a win against the Chiefs and get a win against the Ravens, and let's say they are 2-0 and by the time they play against the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into week three, you can possibly say the Texans are in for a great season. Let's say, for example, if they go one and one, and you could possibly say this is a team who didn't get better or didn't get worse. But if they go zero and two, John, you might you you might disagree, but if they go zero and two, I kind of feel that it's going to put the Texans in a mindset where they're not going to be that good in twenty twenty. And I, and I know those are, are two games, but if they could win both of those matchups against the Chiefs and the Ravens, we're we, we not talking about the, 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 the Jacksonville Jaguars and the 49ers. No, we're talking about the Chiefs and the Ravens. We know the, the, the role to representing the AFC in this year's Super Bowl is going to go up, is going to go through those two teams. If the Texans can find, I think they're going to go one and one, but if they can find a way to go two and zero, oh, that means the Houston Texans are a team to be reckoned with in 2020. Uh, let's not jump the gun on saying that if they go two and zero oh and 
let's really not jump the goal and say if they go 0-2 that they won't make it to where presumably the goal is, and that's the Super Bowl representing the AFC. Um, There's a couple of things that when we look at the Chiefs and we look at the Ravens, right, their makeup is pretty much intact from last season. Let's look at Houston, new D.C., now a a new all-full-time offensive coordinator. You lose players, you brought in players, so there's no more D.J. Reader. Gibson is also gone. Uh, Who else am I missing? Jonathan Joseph is also gone, which, I mean, I think everybody's okay with him. More importantly, above all, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. And so with that being said, no OTAs for Rookman to get acclimated. Also, Jonathan Bernard had a chance to sit down with the East Chronicle, and he spoke about his, his willingness and readiness that he's working on to prepare himself for the NFL because he didn't have that opportunity throughout the summer due to COVID. Uh, but what I'm getting at is – those teams are really still intact, right? Now, well, let's look at Houston's makeup. The best player on the Houston team is still Sean Watson. Right after that, the number two player, who at times you can say he's probably the best player, he's just a receiver, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Right now you're looking at Murray, who's coming in, and we're going to talk about him later. You know, he's going to refill. I mean, he's going to uh, fill a void that Tasha and Gibson left. And Gibson had a pretty good year last year. Gibson is gone. Uh, DJ Reed is gone. So Ross Blacklock, a rookie, is now expected, along with Angelo Blackson, along with Brandon Dunn, along with everybody that boy. Those other two teams, I'm not even going to talk about Kansas City, but those other two teams only got better throughout the offseason, considering the moves that were made outside of Thomas. And the trouble, you know, he kind of got himself into, but I think he'll be returning it. I don't think the Ravens will move on from him. Uh, but Houston, we don't know what we have yet outside of those two teams. We pretty much know what we have because we've seen it last year. We saw the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. We saw Lamar Jackson win the MVP. And if it wasn't for drop passes, they beat the Tennessee Titans. No doubt about it. Let's hold back on that 0-2 criticism. Hold back on that 2 0 possible praise. We don't know much about this team yet. We don't know what the rookies are going to perform like. We don't know what the new guys like Randall Carr, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, we don't know what they're going to perform like just yet on the field. Let's pump the brakes. That's my two cents. Now, I will say this let's say they go out and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs week one, and they go out and they beat the Baltimore Ravens at home week two. Then, yes, expectations go through the roof because now. There's no more questions about it. You can play with these guys, right? Number two, for yourself, your confidence, the last time you saw the Kansas City Chiefs, you lost pretty bad. Pretty, I mean, mean, pretty damn bad. Jackson makes everybody look foolish. So, yes, if you go out there and win, then, of course, your expectations rise. That's no doubt about it. But let's pump the brakes on the before the season happens. I hate those. You know that. If you've been listening to this show for the last year and a half, you guys know that. I just hate it. But that's a part of sports. <clears throat> I'm sorry. That's a part of sports, football, and speculation. Considering we have nothing else to go off right now because it's the slowest time of the year. Also, considering we really have to stay in the house. But let's just hold off. Let's hold off real quick. One thing we would not hold off on and we would continue to do here live on the podcast network is stand against racism and social injustice. 
That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to $10,000. To make your own donations along with us, come on, family and friends, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com backslash Black Lives Matter. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Bill Bars are tasty. Not none of that bland, no flavor bars. No, none of that. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who doesn't like candy bar? Snickers, Mr. Good Bar, the whole nine. But it's just a little bit more better for you. 16 amazing flavors. Eight chocolate nut flavors. Eight chocolate nut free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy like me. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, which is what you really need if you're really trying to get it a little bit healthier. Flavor profile here, peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that is promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. In addition to talking about how important it is for the Houston Texans to open up the 2020 season, 0-2, 1-1, 2-0, however you want to put it, Justin Reed actually took time to talk about how excited he is to play against his new right-hand man, Eric Murray. Now, for those of you who may not know who may not be familiar with Murray, Murray is a guy who is coming into his, I believe, his fourth season, if I'm not mistaken. He played two years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Last season, he spent with the Cleveland Browns. And he talked about how excited he was to get an opportunity to play with Murray and that he feels that him and Murray will be the type of dynamic duo that will help take this Texans defense to the next level. Now, we all know that Houston struggled a lot on the defensive side of the ball in in 2019, especially when you take a look at that secondary. But Justin really do believe that the addition of Murray is enough to take this Texans secondary into the next level. John, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of going to disagree with Justin to a certain extent. Murray is talented. No, don't kind of, don't <laughs> You know, I, 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 I'm just not too sold on that. I mean, yes, I know he's gonna, I, I know he's going to be Justin's right hand man. I'm pretty sure he's going to take a lot of snaps with Murray on his side. But the reason why I'm not fully sold on the addition of Murray, I just don't think he's a game changer. I, I, I just don't. And there's nothing about Murray signing that excites me. You know, I don't think he's going to be a guy where he's. He, I, I just don't see him taking the Texans defense to the next level. I said, go ahead and disagree. Listen, what he's doing is what every teammate needs to do, should do. Hey, how's your teammate? How's your new teammate? Well, boom. That's when you go on this run of saying how grateful you are to have him as a teammate, how much you guys can learn from one another. What do you believe he can bring to this team? Right now, uh, Eric Murray is not the number one safety uh, outside of Reed on the depth chart. It's Jalen Watkins. And so I know that's just to play around on what could possibly be 
Uh, but the question should have been about Jalen Watkins. The, 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 the fact of the matter is, right now, we really don't know much about neither one of these guys, right? They, you know, outside of a year that Murray had in Kansas City, didn't get a lot of play last year, neither did Watkins. And so, you know, when we look at the Jamal Adams trade, the speculation was so big because, wow, if we can get a player like Jamal Adams, if we already had that player, we wouldn't be in that market. And I think we do have it in Eric Reed. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin, Justin Reed. However, when we look at Watkins and Murray, I need to see. I need to see. And I don't want to see highlights. Like I said, I haven't had the opportunity to watch these guys throughout a thorough course of a season. Big minutes. Not minutes because this isn't the NFL every game, but big playing time. Right? And, and, and that's the thing. I love this quote. I really do. If you can say it for me one more time, could you repeat it for me? He's going to be my partner in crime. We'll feed off one another. I mean, that's a great quote. We'll feed off one another. I get it. Right? But the reality is, including, you know, no OTAs, everything that's taking place, I hate to keep repeating it, but that's the reality that we are in right now. And listen, do not leave out of your house without your mask, by the way, because uh, places are turning y'all asses around. But this is our reality. You can feed off him all you want, but how is he going to play on the field? We don't know that. We do not know any of this. Now, let's say we're living in, I'm not going to call it la-la land, but let's let's say we're living in a perfect world. Eric Murray comes here and he has a, a pro Bowl year, right? And I mean, Eric Murray is a guy that in the past he has shown his second year uh, in Kansas City, he played cornerback and safety. He had five pass deflections. Um, the next year, he had, and this is only in two games started, 14 games appeared in. The next year, nine games started, 15 games appeared in, two pass deflections. This past year, four games started. Uh, this was in Cleveland. Nine games appeared, one pass deflection, one sack. Uh, two out of out of the last three years. See, here's my concern. And I'm going to go in order from 2016 to last year. Zero games started, two games started, nine games started, go to a different uh, team who just traded Jameer Preppers and, you know, at safety, and you only got four games started. You went down five games from the following year in Kansas City. I don't know. Nobody knows. Let's be truthful. But here's the thing. Just because we don't know doesn't mean it won't happen. I'm speaking facts. What do we really know about Eric Murray as a, as a prime time star? Nothing. But we also didn't know a lot about Aaron Foster. Uh, we also didn't know a lot about a lot of guys that come through the NFL until they get their shot. Well, here's the difference. Aaron Foster... <laughs> was a rookie he was not established in the nfl he got a couple runs his rookie season but and by the time his second year came around that's when he became aaron foster and by the time they and by the time that he was four years into his career we knew aaron foster was that dude eric murray is entering his fifth season i don't really see him getting any better than what we seen Let's say, what was his career best season? 2018 with the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't see him 
being as better. I don't, I don't see him being as good as 2018 Eric Murray. Now, I know you mentioned that, you know, when you look at the depth chart, Jalen Watkins is in front of him. John, and if the season started tomorrow, I'm not too sure if the Texans know which one is going to be they, they start in safety next to Justin. And I only said it due to the fact that, yes, you can sort of give the nod to Jalen, but Eric Murray has had a better career so far when compared to Jalen. I mean, at least Murray has had two, what, two and a half, three sacks so far in his career. Watkins, he hasn't recorded none. Eric Murray has more tackles. He has more quarterback hits. Watkins has none. So, and and this is what makes me kind of nervous about what version of the Houston Texans we're going to see out of, out of that secondary. I mean, you take a look at a guy like Justin Reed, the Lonnie Johnson Juniors, the, the, the Vernon Hargraves. Like, it has potential, but knowing that you still have guys on this roster who is like, I still don't know if they're going to be able to get the job done make it 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 makes me kind of nervous to be like damn this might be a situation where they might be even worse than what we saw last season because at the end of the day yes there is a lot of hopes going into the Ross Blacklock there's a lot of hopes going into the Jonathan Grenards but at the end of the day no rookie OTAs no no voluntary or involuntary workouts you know training camp is going to be a mess whenever they start having Justin Reed say that he is confident that him and Eric Murray is going to be this great one-two punch. They're going to be able to feed off one another. I'm hoping that it works out because if, if if it works out, that means more wins for the Texans. But I'm just not too confident. And it just makes me wonder, like, dang, there's a possibility that it might be a little bit worse in 2020 than it was in 2019. Right now, the strong safety depth charts looks like Jalen Watkins, Eric Murray, the Texans also signed Michael Thomas, and Shalom Looney. So the strong safety depth chart alone is very, very questionable right now. And I'll tell you what's not questionable. With every increasing number of makes, whether it's Fiat, Kia, or Cadillac, models Specifica EX5, and models like Specifica and the XT5, it's now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or EX? And wait while the counterman orders a parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. Hmm? That's kind of played out. It's 2020. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and you will see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So I just mentioned Madden is coming out. It's now June. Madden comes out in what's it? And I know what you guys are thinking. Cody, we had this conversation months ago. I mean months ago. And it's just they always put the same thing out on. They never change nothing up. It doesn't matter for me. I'm going to buy my Madden. 
I can't wait to get this new game. I can't wait to get it on the PS5. I'm finally switching over from Xbox to PlayStation. Lord, I can't you wait. finally see the light, Lord. I can't wait. I can't wait. Listen, it's been years. The last time I had a PlayStation was 2001. Mm-hmm. 2001, 2002, and then switched over to Xbox. No, I'll say my 03. Either way, I've been in my preteen years, if we're counting the amount of years I've been with Xbox. And Xbox have really, you know, they, we've had great years. And I go through that PS3 phase because that was one of the worst consoles ever created. Xbox continuously gave me great graphics. But you know what? I saw that Miles Morales Spider-Man and I thought to myself, I gotta get that. I saw the Madden preview and JJ Watt came off of the sack and I was like, I don't know how many of those he has left in him. I gotta get that on PS5. Sean Boston did something crazy as he always does. And um, actually, I just started a new season on Madden with the Texans. This is my first time choosing the Texans with a Madden season uh, in about two or three years. And it's pretty fun. Sean Boston is unstoppable on that game. All I know is one, the PlayStation 3 was not one of the worst consoles ever made. I don't know where you get Garbage. got that from. And Garbage. two, I just need to make sure that Deshaun Watson never, and I mean never, as long as he is oh blessed gosh. beyond measures to play the game of football, especially while rocking. A Houston Texan jersey. Don't ever grace the cover of Madden. Because I believe there is such, such, such a thing as the Madden curse. No, it has gotten nearly every... Huh? It was broken. No, it was not. How how can you it say the broken. Madden curse is broken when Patrick Mahomes damn near Patrick broke Mahomes his kneecap and was out six weeks? And then one Super Bowl. And another thing, just because you grant the cover, just because you grant the cover of Madden, sometimes the curse don't get you that year. It always comes with injury and other stuff down the line. And there's people talking about, oh, the Madden curse broken, yada, la, la, la. You saw what happened to Lamar Jackson last week, huh? Out on the beach, playing with his friends, running and, and flipped and ran over some kind of, what you call those little boats, the, the, the motorboat things in the water? I mean, he's having a good time. But the man almost got hurt. That was a sign that said, oh, y'all think the Madden curse is, 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 is over. I'm about to show you. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I used to be Madden like, no such thing as a Madden curse, too. Madden 13, Calvin Johnson, 122 catches. Almost 2,000 yards. And what uh, did he do, what, two years yards. prior? What did he do two years later? Retire. That has nothing to do with the... No, Donovan McNabb exactly. on a on the coast of a Hall of Fame career. I still think he's, he deserved to be in one day. Grace the cover of Madden 06. What did he do after that? Get hurt, get hurt, get hurt, retire. Your boy, this young. Yo, boy, Vince Young, graced the cover of Madden. What was that, 07, 08? You know what happened to his career? And my favorite one of all. Well, not my favorite, but my favorite football player of all time, Michael Vick. (laughs) Graced the cover of Madden 2004. We all know what happened to that situation, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I'm trying to tell you, the 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 curse has been broken. Plenty of times. No, all right, okay, yeah, okay. Look, we'll see. I'm looking we'll at it right see. now. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Odell Beckham when he graced the cover in 2016, he, he had, had his worst season yards. ever. Oh, he had well, 1400 he had his worst season to date. Before last yeah, season, fourteen hundred yards that year. But once again, John, the Madden curse is not just going to be that season. It's going to be down the line. I, I fine. I'm not going to say nothing when something happened oh to Lamar gosh. Jackson and just Patrick Mahomes hate, again. Man. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to. You know, there's also a two K curse, right? Because almost everybody who graced the cover of two K got traded. Shout out to uh, Freak. You know, Spike Lee took cover. <laughs> And, and oh, uh, frequency bombs, friend. Uh, let's get out of this show, man. Uh, let's get out. Hey, it's gonna go too deep and too dark right now. I'm John Some Sports Guy. Follow <laughs> me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy with two eyes at the end. Tell me your favorite Madden game. Tell me your favorite Madden cover athlete. Let's talk about Madden because we're gonna be out in a couple of months. I actually posted a video of me playing with the Texans, and Zach Cunningham is amazing on the game. I just like to have fun in my, in my leisure room. I get, get 30 to 45 minutes of free time. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and please follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And remember to follow Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. Until tomorrow, ladies and gents, peace. Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.